Hi, Tricky Hit Campers. It's your girl, Cecilia. Today's episode is going to be amazing. We have a great interview with a dear friend of mine, the up-and-coming rising star that she is, Amora. But before we get into that, here's a word from our sponsor. Going down in three, two, one. Hi, Tricky Campers. Tribute Camper is great. We've been preparing. We've been setting up. I am about to interview one of my favorite people on this earth. She's hitting the scenes of Hollywood. She will be on all your screens. I'm talking telephones, your laptops, your big TV screens, and the boom of them all. The silver screen hitting theaters later this year. We're not here to talk about that project. We're here to talk to Miss Amora. Hi, Amora. How are Hi. you today? I am fantastic. Looking good, feeling Thank good. You. Yeah. All right, guys. This is a first. This interview will not only be broadcast on Anchor Radio, we are going to have our launch of the Tricky Hit Camp YouTube page. Yay! I guess it's a channel, whatever. You know, I'm finally learning about the world of YouTube. Okay, so, Miss Amora, mm. if I slip up and call you Heather... <laughs> it's okay. Because you, we go baby back. Yep. That is her proper name, but her stage name is Miss Amora. Okay, Amora, and we've got Victoria in the house, who you may hear in the background once in a while. That's my cousin in love. Like, I swear she's like my little soulmate. <laughs> who had to come on this earth to save my life. And Amora is my sister friend, soul sister, if there's ever one that will be had. Okay, Amora, you have been really busy this year. Yes. You were really busy last year recording yes. projects. Yep. And what's dope is she was able to get her producer and director to agree to giving me an exclusive interview with her. Yep. The show mm-hmm. is going to be called... First world problems. Okay, first world problems. Now, I got to see it. We watched it already. That was pretty awesome, getting to screen it. I'm like, oh God, girl, hair flip. We're doing big things now. It's very exciting. We waited a long time for this. And it, it was really amazing. I'm not even being biased. Like, her scenes are so good because as a friend who loves her i was ready to drag her <laughs> through the coals yeah and let her know oh no because that's just the kind of girl i am you gotta be honest i gotta have that you know gotta have that support and that honesty you need it because i I, just, I don't even know if i know how to be a yes woman <laughs> like or, or tell a lie to my own detriment so i loved it I cannot wait to see the rest. Yes, there are 11 more episodes to come, so we are very excited about that. And you can find an exclusive sneak peek, everybody. They are releasing the pilot episode Mm -hmm. on Facebook. June 1st, next Saturday, 5 o'clock. 5 p.m. Eastern time. Social media is like the best. We get to just have it right here in our homes, Mm -hmm. getting all the exclusives we can have. Rosie, do you want to be a part of this today? Y'all know about my little sidekick, Rosie. Every once in a while, she makes us soft appearance. <laughs> the She's background noise. Face. Yes. So, because, you know, we're keeping it 
fly by our, the seat of our pants. And I love that. Even when the millions of dollars come in. And we're all animal lovers. And, like, we have all got rescue animals and, like, love it. Totally. So. Totally. We all love our dogs. Yep. Our babies. <laughs> so when filming this, what was going through your mind, first of all? Honestly, it was really surreal. I, the whole time, wanted to be pinching myself because it took many hours and many takes and really just kind of working with everybody and getting to know everyone the first time because we all met and then basically just jumped in. And it was really exciting to get to see what all really goes into making a production. And I'm really excited to see the final product coming out on Saturday and um, just seeing all the hours and amount of work that it took for you know um, a half hour show is just phenomenal. So I'm really excited and just to be able to be a part of that and really waiting for that for all these years has been surreal. Well, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And guess what? What? Well, our battery is about to die no! on the camera. It's taking hours to set up and we're gonna have to freaking take the time to give the battery a charge. This is why <laughs> I am not ready for filming. This is the trip. All y'all listening on the podcast, I told you, I told you. You're like, well, why don't you go on and launch a YouTube channel? We want to watch you run your mouth. Why do you need to see me in my nude state? Because I'm always <laughs> at home with no clothes on. Um, but if I do ever do that, that's going to be a pay-per show. <laughs> okay. Not going to that away for, for free. free. Jinx, yes, yes. So we're going to stop the video camera and do a little more recording, recording. And then we're going to let that battery charge. We're going to keep recording for the podcast. That's for sure. Because while we're talking and just having a good time, <laughs> it's like y'all get the behind the scenes to the actual. That's where all the good stuff is. Totally. I can't wait till we like edit this and then it'll be like, none of that will be seen or heard of on the actual YouTube, but the podcast. Oh yeah. I don't cut these. So you know what you get. It's you, better say, you better not say nothing you don't want to know about. Warnings, warnings. We're still recording now. Yeah, we're still recording the audio. We are live. Phone, computer. Can you plug that up? Thank you, my PA. You are a wonderful assistant today. Over there. We're gonna let her record that camera. It's it's over there, right? Or did I still have that? Oh, here you go, boom. All right. So. I forgot. So, so many people are probably going to be listening to this. Maybe you should do another take and we'll clip just a little. Or I'm going to let them know how bad it is. They already know how bad it is. They've, like, listened to me. So, it was obviously not bad to somebody. Somebody's loving the fun of this. All right. We're going to get past that and get back to talking with Amora. Oh. Okay. I know there's... It's not like we're going to give away spoilers. Mm-hmm. But yes, no, no, no. Plug it up into the uh, search protector down here. The um. Now this is not a comedy. This is a drama, right? There's a little bit of comedy. Um, there's uh, definitely a lot of drama. Like if you like drama and you like anything and everything, like this is really going to be the show because it is real life stuff. 
and it really is all about family. So it's just amazing. There's yeah, nothing really up. like this out there, and mm -hmm. I'm very, very excited about this project. Girl, I'll tell you one thing. There's a scene. I'm not going to say the scene, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'm about to have to go fuck <laughs> up somebody. <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah. I literally had rage and was screaming. Because it looks so real. Oh, man. <laughs> I was so I was so taken in by that one scene. Good. I was ready to ride or die for my girl. Hell yeah. Wait a minute. <sighs> but. <laughs> There's a lot of emotion going into this, this uh, TV show. I mean, it's real life stuff and real life drama, real life just everything and mm -hmm. it's it's really gonna be it's gonna take you for a ride so absolutely tune in june 1st 5 p.m eastern standard time on facebook on youtube on the official first world problems facebook page um tune in because it's going to hook you in and you're going to want to see more i honest to god can't wait to see what else is going to go on that's the one thing i liked about it it pulled me into wanting to see what happens to the characters like and and you're like, I really want to know your backstory. Mm -hmm. Where did she come from? And this, that, and the third. And I think we can say this is this little tidbit of like you know how we know most likely see Caucasian families mm -hmm. adopting other minorities mm -hmm. into their family. This is a different viewpoint. Yep, a completely of, different twist. Yeah, a a black family who's adopted a Caucasian girl. Mm -hmm. So that's a new dynamic that I cannot think of seeing anywhere. Like, you always see like that, I don't want to say the token black child, because it don't sound good. Like even in Grace and Frankie, they have both their sons adopted and there's mm -hmm. one that's black or in other shows you see like the black kid in the family. But it's so interesting to see, okay, someone else took her in, so we want to learn about those parents mm -hmm. and what happened to your family and what happened. And can you give her little french fries to keep her occupied? Because she's being the most. <laughs> Rosie, I tell you, she... Mm -mm -mm -mm. French she fries are always amazing motivation for anybody, any species. Okay, people <laughs> out there, come on with those French fry endorsements. Who's your favorite French fries? Do we love the waffle fries at Chick-fil-A? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Well, you... And I always want it on oh, Sunday. Yes. Like, I always want it on a Sunday, and I think, oh my God, it's not open on Sunday. Crap. Well, you know, they have their Christian values, which I respect. And it works for them, because, I mean, they're doing amazing. Well, it was... I know a lot of LGBTQ communities are still like, don't eat at Chick-fil-A, but right. it's so hard to not eat at Chick-fil-A. Like, I know a lot of gay friends who are like, I know I ain't supposed to eat here, but, but it's I'm so addictive. Honestly, though, I love Zaxby's. Because they at one point like said something about um, gays, like, gay you know, they don't think gay marriage should be right and all that. But they changed their views when their business went down, because a lot of people did stop eating at Chick-fil-A. Mm -hmm. It was like a whole boycott. Mm-hmm. But we, we love them. I just love food in general, honestly. <laughs> oh my god. She is so skinny and cute. Like, Aww. where does the food go? Like, how do you... I used to be like, why do they ask women this? But as a woman, I do want to know. What is your workout routine? How do you stay so healthy? Honestly, I... I've tried so many different things over the years. I was in the military for four years, so I was very active. I mean, you already know that. And yeah. I went from running all the time and hurry up and wait and working out all the time to, you know, basically not doing anything. 
and um, I gained a lot of weight and just kind of got sad in my own little funk, but I came out of that and I had to change my mindset. I had to change my own look and viewpoint of myself. I had to look in the mirror and say, you are somebody, you're gonna be somebody and just go out there and be it, whatever you wanna be. And not let anyone tell me that I couldn't chase that dream because here we are and it does pay off eventually. So always chase your dream, always follow that and just go for it. But as far as a workout routine, um, I don't really do anything consistently. I just watch what I eat and I eat things in moderation. I still enjoy sweets sometimes, um, but I do it in moderation and um, I brush my teeth and I like do mm -hmm. lunges through the house and like I'll go from one end of the house to the other and just like do lunges and um, butterfly kicks and like just stupid stuff, just random stupid All things. Right. And it's just, it's working. So. And well, girl, last time I saw you, I thought it was snatched. You have come back. I mean, I didn't even know there was another level of snatched you could reach. <laughs> Thank like, you. world. My girl is looking so fine. I can't wait till you see the pictures we post. <laughs> so fine. Stay tuned. Well, let's, and let's address the stress. Let's be real about the sadness <laughs> and the stress. We're not going to go too deep into things. But y'all know I'm separated from my husband and we're in the process of divorce. So when you have a human being causing your stress, how much do you want to talk about that? You willing to touch a little bit? Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, you know, a lot of times in life we get caught up in other people's drama and other people's, you know, life. And we oftentimes will focus so much on someone else's problems that we lose sight of our own and how to, you know, overcome our own issues in our own lives. And that is, you know, what happened to me. I was in a marriage and, um, you know, you got married young. Too. Yeah, I did. I got married at 18. Yeah, I don't recommend it, <laughs> you know, um, but I did, it was rushed and, you know, um, you live and you learn, but, um, oh, he was so lucky to have you by the way, like <laughs> how the, mm. And I met you, like, I wouldn't have met you if I yeah. hadn't have done that, you know? Very true. All so people all give us things, the way we need to be. Yeah, all things happen for a reason, and we're here, and I'm thankful. Um, I did have to really overcome a lot, and um, honestly, it's like night and day thinking about it, because I think about that person that I used to be, and it was like just nowhere near where I wanted to be, and um, it took me looking in the mirror and saying, okay, now it's time to change. It's time to do what you want to do. It's time to chase your dreams and actually be who you want to be instead of who everyone else wants you to be or expects you to be or tells you to be. Mm -hmm. Because truth be told, at the end of the day, it's where you are with yourself. Like, how do you feel? How are you doing? Like, you know, are you following your dream? Are you happy at the end of the day? Like, you know, it really does sometimes we have to be selfish in that way. And I, it took me years to figure that out. And you and I have learned that together <laughs> over the right. years and, you know, have been that encouragement for each other and motivation. And honestly, I would never have found my voice without you. So I am Aww. so ridiculously thankful for you and just You're always so being welcome. there. Same here. I think everybody needs a sister friend in their yes. life. They need a black sister friend in the yeah. world. <laughs> Every race needs one somewhere to come. Because I, I don't know if it's because our background, we go through so much adversity. I mean, we're the bottom of the totem pole of the society of America. Let's be real. We're like a barely a step above illegal immigrants. When it comes to, all right, business loans, you're black. You're a woman too? No. 
And that's such bullshit. No matter like, how it much, really is. yeah, girl, it's it's a trip. But at the same time, we know that not everyone in life is like that. Mm-hmm. Like most of my best friends have been white girls who are so fun. We just get each other, and I miss some of even my friends in Hampton. You remind me of all of them. Just so chill, so fun, so happy, and we both have a lot of traumatizing experiences mm-hmm. that also bonded us from the past. Um, you kind of remind me of like Tiffany Haddish, even though she also has like a really deep story. She stays happy, and you're you're that same way. You... I'm writing a book one day, like it's happening. So stay tuned for that, guys. A couple years from now, it's happening. <laughs> Please do because you've lost you lost your mama at a young age, and my dad. And your dad died not too long ago after I met you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Divorce, like miscarriages. Uh, being diagnosed with endometriosis while in the military. Like, I didn't even know what the hell that was. Like, I mean, so to be diagnosed with an incurable, technically, disease and you not have a clue what it is and then, you know, be a chronic pain kind of thing that takes years and surgery and, you know, I do yoga and to improve. I've improved my diet, took out gluten, took out fat and sugar, caffeine, and, like, it's night and day. So, you know, there's ways to cope and there's ways to get around it and ways to better life. But it took a long time to actually get here to this point. I had endometriosis and mm-hmm. you, I think, I think one of the few people in your life who even knew what it was. Yeah. That's a real thing. Because it's a shame how some people don't believe you. Mm-hmm. It's like those chronic pain illnesses like lupus and sickle cell, endometriosis. You look fine on the outside, but you're dying yeah, on the inside so from a constant pain. incredibly painful. And then the people around you don't really believe mm-hmm. it. It's real. Yep. It's all in your mind. You need to think positive or get your mind off. Or how go you to a, you know, uh, a community group where you can talk about your feelings and make it better by like, I don't know, talking about it and Mm -hmm. holding hands and like, that's fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, it hurts like hell. And you have to get through that somehow. And it's a, it, you come to a point where you're either going to be, you're going to make it or you're going to break it. And Mm -hmm. I hit that rock bottom point and you know, I had to make that decision to just stand up and say, I'm not going to let this keep me from doing what I want in life. Because you remember, like, I was bedridden. Like, I couldn't move. Oh, yeah. I had three surgeries in six months while I was in the military. And it really completely took my military career away from me. And that's, you know, what I always wanted to do. And so that was really hard to find another dream. And, you know, this was always that other dream the acting and the music and just, you know, Mm -hmm. being who I wanted to be. And so I had to figure out a way to really make that work while having endometriosis. And apparently there are actually several celebrities. Um, Julianne Ho has one. She's got endometriosis. Um, One of the, uh, I think Tia or Tamara Mowry has that as well. So, um, you Khloe know, there, Kardashian had mm-hmm. it as well. She had, she was worried about the scar tissue yeah. keeping her from uh, having children one day. Mm-hmm. So, and I had mine lasered out when they found my, um, tumor. So that was the first time in life I had been pain free since I was 15 years old. So from 15 to 24, I suffered on a daily basis mm-hmm. of chronic pain. There's no pain pill that works. Nope. Like opioids don't help you. Mm-mm. Ibuprofen to a point because it's an anti-inflammation drug but it wears off and then the pain comes yes. 10 times worse yes so you actually have to 
find your own coping mechanism within your own mind, soul, mm -hmm. body, and find something that works because what works for you might not work for somebody else. So you really have to find that strength within yourself to like just, I don't know, figure out a way to get through it. And yeah. um, I do yoga. I mean, I change my diet. I have an exercise routine that is specifically for pain reducing. Mm -hmm. And um, it just, it takes work. It takes time, but it's, it's working so far. When you realize you as a person are worth the work for yourself, mm -hmm. because we lose our, like, we'll fight tooth and nail and wear ourselves to the bone for someone else. Yeah. When you start applying that same kind of dedication to self-care, it can make the biggest difference. I'm trying my best, but we all know my situation. I'm not even going to go to that. But she is living proof right now that you can take control, refocus. When you, when you become the star of your own life, I know that's a song, <laughs> You, and stop being the supporting character to other people. She is now the star of her own life, literally, getting her dreams. Because you used to sing mm -hmm. for Christian music as a child, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. and, how, and and describe that experience. It was definitely an amazing uh, childhood and way to grow up, grow up. I was homeschooled, so I was really sheltered. I grew up in um, a very Christian home. My parents were both ministers, traveling evangelists, so we actually lived in a um, camper, like an RV trailer for um, off and on for a couple of years, and we toured, and we sang, and we did tent revivals, and went all over, and it was a lot of fun. I got to see a lot of things and experience a lot, so that was, you know, one side of the industry. It's mm -hmm. completely different, and um, I kind of had this expectation of the world I think and then I see you know the other side and it's very different but having been where I was did teach me a lot as far as what to expect how to you know sing on cue or how to know mm -hmm. what to do and where to go and I I had that from eight years old until 2009 really so um you know, I got a lot of practice with that and singing in front of thousands and thousands of people and to where you can't see anybody, but you can hear the amount of people in the crowd or just see and feel all the bright lights on you on stage. It was unbelievably amazing. And I love that feeling. So you, like the, it kind of bit you then, right? Just yeah, being it did. in the spotlight, the crowd, the Well, energy. even before that, I mean, I, my mom used to tell me I came out of the womb singing. <laughs> And I was constantly I singing and dancing and like basically um, on the school bus every morning, like I had what I thought were fans, but it was all the kids <laughs> in the bus that would have to be kind of forced to listen to my Disney karaoke on the way to school every morning. Oh, um, Little Mermaid was my jam. Like that was, that was where it was at for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's something about Little Mermaid that's just pure magic. I'm still waiting for my tail. Like seriously, I'm like Hogwarts letter and my, my, my mermaid fin. Like that's my dream. <laughs> Girl, that's everybody's dream to just be on that rock one yes, day. Yes. And just and singing and looking in the mirror dream. and just like, you know, brushing out your hair and. Ariel. It's all yeah, the Ariel. It is. And so, okay, so that happened, and when I met you, 
and you, I'm going to be honest, everybody who ever says to me, oh, I can sing, and you give them that smile and like, oh, really? That's <laughs> neat. And I like to throw out their shoot. Go ahead. Because either, either they get shy and don't want to do it, and then you can't even get them to do it. Mm-hmm. You're like, um... What should I sing? And then you started singing. And I'm still just humoring her until she opened her mouth. And when I say this girl made the whole room just stop, like my husband at the time was still here. Our dogs were here. And Rarity, the yellow dog, just came, stared at you like Mm -hmm. you were um, (laughs) the Virgin Mary. (laughs) You were... Shiva, you were a goddess before her glowing, shiny, and hypnotized. And my mouth was like, I I hope I wasn't gaping at you. You kind of were, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, because I was so freaking blown away. I was, not only does this girl blow, she has the most beautiful voice that would make the heavens jealous. And it's unique. It's amazing. And if you think I'm going to get you, let you out of here without singing <laughs> a few bars of something, you know. I, I would be mistaken greatly. Uh, yes. I wish, oh, we forgot to get your guitar. Because, yes, yeah, she can play the acoustic guitar, people. And piano. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Or I forgot. But either way, I have I a violin the guitar. and the drums and... Girl, bagpipes. I want to learn next. She is a one-man band. Okay, <laughs> she'll be like Bert from my, from Mary Poppins. Like I got this. I'm gonna do this all by I myself. I actually went back in the recording studio last summer, and um, I have a I have a local uh, band who's really good friends of mine, and they helped me put some music to a few of my songs and um, things I've been working on for a few years. And so I'm really hoping to. You know, once the show picks up and all, I can really focus again on my music and mm-hmm. release the album that I've been dreaming to my whole life. Well, do you have an idea of what you might give us a little sneak peek of? Um, well, none of mine are officially ready. Well, let's do... Alright, I've heard you sing Adele. Mm-hmm. Please, would you do that for me? Okay. All right, we're going to get some lyrics up. So, I don't know why. I just, I mean, I do know why. Adele is amazing. You really can't oh, yeah. go wrong with Adele. She can do no wrong. And um, Put on the couch with you. <laughs> she just, she's automatically one of my favorite inspirations just because she came from something that she made herself. Mm-hmm. And it's just, she's such an inspiration. Adele is amazing and unique as well, but here we go. Everybody, we're going to get Rosie situated because she was up, up. She was doing a, tell her up, up, Victoria. Up. Rosie, up. Put on Rosie, up. She was doing a little drum beat for us on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) She's excited. She likes music. All right. Well, here we go, everybody. Here is a. I don't know how good this is going to be considering we've been talking for so long. Yeah. And all, but. um, Oh, it's going to be great no matter what. I'm my biggest critic, so everyone show some love, but, you know, be critical, too. I'm, I'm good with that. So, uh, Adele, someone like you, one of my automatic go-tos, love her. You ready? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I heard that you're settled down, that you 
found a girl and you're married now. I heard that your dreams came true. Guess she gave you things I didn't give to you. Oh, friend, why are you so shy? Ain't like you to hold back or hide from the light. I hate to turn up out of the blue uninvited, but I couldn't stay away. I couldn't fight it. I had hoped you'd see my face and that you'd be reminded that for me, it isn't over. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best for you. Sometimes it hurts instead. Jesus Christ. I'm fucking dead. I'm dead. I'm like, that was so not rehearsed, not practiced, and I have not sang in a while, so yeah. Oh my god. And oh my god. Every time you sing, I wanna just I'm I'm like in heaven. I'm dead. Aww. You've never heard him sing before, right, Victoria? What do you yeah. think? I really liked it. Talk louder, homegirl. Catch up. I thought it was really good. It sounded really natural. Thank you. Yeah. I've been telling people I can't wait till y'all hear my friend. My (laughs) friend can kill it. Oh my gosh! Like I think you're a it, little bit biased though. Like I mean, no. you know. <laughs> so what? So what? I'm right. Cecilia is, is nothing but right. You know. Even my sister got pipes, and I've been yes, she does. scaring the crap out of her about. Please, let's get you somewhere. Let's get you on that somewhere. Y'all and all this talent going to waste. No, you're out here doing your thing. She's giving the dream. Y'all just heard it. You just heard it. Please give us the feedback. Please, oh yes. Gosh. Like, I really need... I want critiquing because I want to be better. I want to just do it all, basically. Better. Please. They're out here, girls. Ain't got... I'm, they don't have a pinch of your talent. Your beauty. Your poise. Your smarts. I mean, you're intelligent as well, everybody. I mean, come on. And I'm... And what I, I mean, I guess a smart blonde. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No dumb blonde right here. Not at all. I do have major blonde moments, though, that would make you think otherwise occasionally. Like, I lose my glasses and they're on my face sometimes. <laughs> Everyone else does that, too, right? I think like, when you have glasses, old, that's a thing. Uh, old people move. All right, now, like, we were friends a minute ago. We were friends a minute ago. Like, She's older than you. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, Victoria coming soon, everybody. This girl, she's something. Oh, you should have like a whole critic situation. Yeah. All right. So getting back to Miss Amara. Um, when it came to all right, let's get back to the project at hand because I'm sure somewhere Xavier will be like, well, can you talk more about the show? And maybe we need to put this girl in some scenes for season two, singing and showcasing that voice. If they don't That'd do anyone, I don't know if you have it. I'm not gonna. I don't know, so I can't tell. I don't know. We have actually discussed music a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but it's kind of in house right now, so it's mm-hmm. you know everything's still in production and. Uh, still being figured out and worked out and um, so we're really excited about the premiere because 
We really are hoping that everybody tunes in, like tell your friends, and I don't mean just tune in and everyone gather around the same device or TV or computer, like I'm gonna need you to get your phone, get your laptop, get yep. your tablet, get your TV, your Xbox, whatever, log in, go to the Facebook page, go to the YouTube page and watch this show because you are not going to regret it. And the first, you know, episode is of any show is always like, you know, the pilot. They're, I mean, yeah. it's a pilot for a reason. Mm -hmm. So we want people to see where it is at the moment and see, you know, the beginning stages of what could be an amazing, incredible, huge production. And we want them to just watch it and relate to it because you will. If you watch the show, you're going to relate to it. I promise you that yes. because it is real life shit and definitely you know you're gonna be like oh my gosh like okay like i can really get into this because it's going to take you on a roller coaster and you're not going to want to get off that ride yeah a lot of people are going to see themselves in a, these characters mm -hmm. the guys are fine the girls are candy you're freaking hot so i mean your hair is like everything you Thank know you. yeah being on a super like superficial shallow moment i had to like you know like your hair was like everything anyway <laughs> long story short it's dope it's sisleya approved um yeah we definitely can't wait to see the rest so you have a movie coming out this year that's all we're gonna say. It should be coming out this year, mm -hmm. and you have some other projects in the work. We're mm -hmm. gonna see a whole lot more of you. Yep. We're gonna hear a whole lot more from you. Um, a part of me feels like I just I don't know. As as I try to be the saleswoman that I naturally am. You're good at it. <laughs> I try to be. I'm great at negotiating. Yeah, I you are. Get me some. You could sell air to stuff. a fish. <laughs> You know, you can totally use this air for your lungs, your gills. Your gills will never fill <laughs> as good as they ever have. I know that's like an oxymoron, but that's the point. <laughs> you know? Um, I want the world to know how relatable you are. You know, this isn't just another beauty that we have out here in Hollywood. I mean, which I already think they're going to be fascinated by the fact that, oh, this girl was in the military, so which means she could kick my ass. And yeah, she could. Yes, I could. So <laughs> be I'm careful out there. <laughs> and, and, and not only that, you have been through so much, you know, breakups and successes, and you've had a great loss, but you have found a way to persevere through all of that. And... As I know spiritually, we both grew up in Christian households. Mm -hmm. I was a Jehovah's Witness. You grew up in the what type of church? Um, Non-denomination, really. Non-denominational, mm -hmm. okay. But we both have Christian backgrounds, mm -hmm. and I mean, we were very immersed. Yeah. Like you hear, she was on tour. Your father, your father was like a pastor, right? Yeah. My mom, daddy? my dad, my uncle, and mm -hmm. at the age of twelve, they thought it would be a great idea to also license or ordain me. Yes. <laughs> so we're both thing. ordained we're ministers. We're both ordained ministers. Yeah. Yep. So we can marry you out there. Uh, <laughs> hit us up. We take payment, of course, in cash. Visa, credit card, you know, whatever. Wedding cake is cake. not a payment. Oh, but for it's, her. it's definitely a, you know, plus. It's a bonus. Yes, that's an incentive. But I love wedding cake. Like, that's the best cake in the world. Cash payment. 
<laughs> I'm on the cake. I'm like, I'm afraid the cash payment. No, I mean, that's fine too, but I really want a piece of cake. I'm not even going to lie. An open bar, because if you have a cash bar, then I, I'm, I'm just going to leave. Cash bars at weddings are the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> You're just going to drink water all night, because I'm not paying. All right. <laughs> oh, that was Omar's wedding. <laughs> mm, I drank water, and then we, <laughs> we went to the ABC store and got our own liquor. <laughs> Me and his friends. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> stroll down memory lane total quick stroll so um it made me forget because i'm so offended by the cash <laughs> bar i think it's the worst thing to do to people who are bringing you presents and do all this to celebrate your day and then you make them pay for booze yeah. we already didn't even have a table to sit at to hold our plates like what the <laughs> hell no Tino shame. Oh, I love you. Don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get you to come visit, but don't come for me over that. Anyways, <laughs> uh, they're gonna be so pissed off if they ever listen. Okay, let's get back to Amara. Okay, so through all of that, and you know, we found our own spiritual paths. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to meditate. Mm-hmm. And we're deep into just finding that Zen. It's like, you know, we're like new agey kind of fun. You, you just, there's a lot to life out here. We've all experienced some weird things. Mm-hmm. Can we, can we have to talk about the weirdness? I was listening to Jenny McCarthy um, talk about like how haunted and how many ghost experiences mm-hmm. she's had. And like she has like the gift, she's got to be like, oh, she knows when like someone's there. Mm-hmm. And like even her husband Donnie Wahlberg was like, do you see that black thing in the corner? There was like a shadow person. Oh wow! In their room, and she was like, yup. And she's like, look, if you are not from the light, you can leave. So she's like, when you go to Hollywood, I don't know what's out there. I don't. I just think it's a whole lot extra. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to be seeing and hearing and anticipating all that nonsense? Yes. Like, I mean, I, you and I both know, and, you know, I think we'll definitely do another one of these and get really into that. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be fun. Like, really kind of get into how you and I met and just Mm -hmm. everything. Stay tuned, guys. We're going to plan that very, very soon. Okay, sounds really good. (laughs) But, yes, I, I mean, we did grow up with always having that belief and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, in good and evil and light and darkness and the difference that there is. And that's in every Disney movie. That's in every Hollywood right? show. I mean, you've got the light and you've got the dark and you've got the good and you've got the evil. So, you know, that is always going to be a thing from the beginning of time to the end of time. You know, that's just going to always be. So I think it's all about balance because yeah. you cannot have one without the other. And I think that's where people really go wrong because it's either all for nothing, you know, one for all kind of thing. But we have day, we have night. And, I mean, mm-hmm. we can't survive without the balance of both. And so true. So, I mean, you know, I'm definitely interested to see where the journey goes. Me too. Um, and you know, we're going to have some adventures. I mean, we're shooting around some ideas about possible road trip. Yeah. With the three of us. You know, so come on, sponsors. Come on and fund this project because it will be amazing. And we will blog and YouTube the entire way there. And let me tell you, it is going <sighs> to be worth <laughs> seeing and worth hearing. You are not going to want to miss it. It's going to be so Because the three crazy. of us, like, this is the first time the three of us have actually got together. But Crystal and I, like, just so, so yeah, like, we yeah, do we this all the time. <laughs> and so, you know, um, 
I just can't wait to see what that that adventure is going to be. It has to go down. Yeah, it does. It, it really does. And me and Victoria have been laughing our heads off since she was born. Like, she's, she's in my mind, in my heart, she is my sister. She's my cousin, but that's my little sister. I mean, she has treated me and my actual sister like sisters, too. So, I think this is a great little sisterhood. Let's see if we grab... Oh no. Shana can show up for, like, a little bit. <laughs> Her kids are about to be out of school, so maybe she can get free. But, you know, the little one. Ariana ain't gonna let her go nowhere too long for too far. It would be fun. It That's would be summer fun. summer camp is for. <laughs> Boarding school. Summer camp. Go ahead, girl. Send them away. Sponsorships of summer camps. Let's get rid of my nieces and nephews to set my sister free <laughs> for the summer. Her and her husband can do something else. All right. Because that would be kind of fun. We'll just use her for a little bit. If anything, at least get her to Tyler Perry Studios so she can become one of those new actresses for them plays. That girl used to do so many plays and so much things. You should be getting a phone call. Because if you don't get a phone call, when I send this audio clip to somebody <laughs> and everybody, I'm going to be disrespected, Hollywood. And Black Hollywood, because that's what we call Atlanta nowadays. I mean, come on. This girl, I mean... I mean the emotion I got just from listening to her today, I had to literally just close my eyes and enjoy it. And it made me feel good. I felt alive. It made me not want to feel like, you know, it, it made me want to sing the life song. I don't want to die today. I just want to be alive. So I feel like being alive from hearing my girls singing. And I think the world needs that. The world needs your light and your love. And, um... Oh man, when we do the part two, three, four of this, mm -hmm. oh jeez. Oh shoot, by then I probably wouldn't be able to get you on the phone. I'll be like, Amora, oh, who is this again? <laughs> You'll be so up in the stratosphere. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's coming. You, you're you there. It's Shoot, it's really here. So I'm thank so you for excited. staying down to earth. <laughs> I've never changed though. Like I've always just been me. Like you and I have always been the same, like all the time. It's just us and that's the thing like I don't ever want to lose myself because I've lost myself in the past for other people mm -hmm. like and it was my own choices and my own decisions you know that we all make but figuring out my, who I am and what I want in life I won't let anybody take that away from me so yeah. like here we are and here we go and I just I'm so excited to see how far we go because whether, you know, someone calls or not, we're going to go knocking on Hollywood's door. And we're going to L.A. I mean, we're going to do that. It's happening. So, Ooh. I'm excited. We could be turned loose. <laughs> like the Niall Horn yeah. song, She's on the Loose. <laughs> <laughs> That's about to happen. I'm so happy for you. You know that I've been, like, so, so happy for you. Thank you. Through all this and just sending out prayers to the universe and... Negotiating deals with the devil to just get these things done. I'm kidding. The look we turned. <laughs> she looked at me like, "Wow, there my no, girl is there are gone. no like legit crossroads in any vicinity of us." So, like, you know, we're good. Oh God, no, <laughs> we're not at Grandma's house. We're at Grandma's house. You don't go home over there. About. Okay, the portals would have summoned something if I said that over there, but we're going to talk about how haunted that house is, okay, today. I, I can verify that. I have been there with you many times, so, you know. When mommy called me and Mark, 
on the floor hiding. Oh God! In Grandma's Lord bedroom, on beside the bed in the wall, saying there is a man in the house walking around upstairs. She heard heavy footsteps. She mm-hmm. thought somebody had broken in, and I sent Mark over there with the dogs. Him. No, heavy wasn't even coming to hang out and stuff. It was just mommy in there by herself. I said, mommy, Mark is on the way, but it's probably a ghost. And she was like, no, there's someone walking up there. I just hear footsteps and she was whispering. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'm calling the police and he's on the way with the dogs because he'll get there before the cops. So he did get there and I told the police, you know, my husband's there with the dogs. Don't shoot him. He's not the intruder. I gave a description and everything. And when he got in, you know, they swept the house. No one was there. She said, Crystal, I believe you. Where's the salt and sage? Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do? Because she said the steps were just so loud. And she was in such terror. She just mm-hmm. knew someone had broken in upstairs. And she could hear them just walking around. <laughs> and I have experienced some things. I've seen like apparition. Someone literally like came out of grandma's bedroom and touched my feet. I kind of thought it was grandma. Grandma used to play with my feet during her old timer days. And I felt like calm. Like it didn't feel scary. So I just kind of like. Went to sleep. This was what's, oh, when I was there being bed bound for them three months, not walking and talking. What? That's when I really experienced the most. Like people talking. I had to salt and sage in the house so I could just sleep. I had to salt that bed so things would stop trying to jump me. Like it was crazy. Even Duke was always saying, someone's running around here. And, and, and she was talking about hidden tunnels. And then we found that hidden room in her closet. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember the room. After Girl, the room. yeah. Remember I asked happen? you about that before you even told me that story like seven years ago, and you're like, "Oh my God, yep. I'm taking you there." Like you were. <laughs> oh, I had to drive her around the property, and she was like, "Oh crap." Yeah. So yeah. It was the most energy that I've ever felt in my entire life in one specific place. Yeah, and it's not. Um, there's good and there's bad. Mm-hmm. And I never even saw things that would make me scared until, like, after Grandma had passed away. And it seemed like Aunt Duke was just always too mad, too mean. Like, extra mad and mean. You know what I'm saying? And then when the house, like, for some reason, like, when the lights stopped coming because I stopped opening the drapes regularly, Grandma always opened the blinds and let the light in. The darker the house got on the inside, the darker it literally became. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the worst thing in my life happened to me there. You know, the rape. I've talked about that. And just, just, it got, it got bad. And then, you know, start staging insulting and praying and using holy water and trying to cleanse it out. It's feeling a lot better. But, um, jeez, we need to call, like, Amy Adams, get the dead files on that. Be like, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! Yes, please. Come <laughs> bust this house and shut down this portal, because I don't know what's going on. It's like that whole neighborhood has some experience. Honestly, I would still love to meet her. Like, you and I have talked about that before, about, like, calling her up and being like, hey, like, all the, you know, things that you can't do is, like, you know, send our way and we'll help you out. Word. That'd please help us. We will come clean and get rid of the boogie woogies. Totally. We've done it before. That's actually how you and I met, which, guys, stay tuned. That video is coming. That audio is coming. I don't want to give it away. Yeah, if you're into, like, dead files and ghost adventures, but you want to hear, like, some real experiences, because ghost adventures kills me. How are they still so excited, even though they've been hunting forever, and they're still screaming and scared? Hmm. That pisses me off. (laughs) Like, why are you still scared? Yes, the door closed by itself. You've seen that a lot. 
you've seen footsteps. No, you've heard footsteps. You've seen <laughs> orbs. They just kill me. Like, oh my god, dude. I think I was touched. <laughs> oh, no. What do I do? Like season 17. <laughs> it's time for the show to go. <laughs> You're like, give me a freaking break. I, I like the guy who like got fired from Ghost Adventures. He's got that new show. Him and that girl who's a media and Nick and Karina, I think. I don't know. Katrina, Colleen, something like that. Anyways, well, they don't overreact because they're used to it. Mm -hmm. They're reacting normally. And, um, you know, dead files people, they do that. They just like, oh, "Oh, totally. totally a normal occurrence that they're Mm -hmm. just taking care of, like, you know, taking out the trash. Exactly. And she tells people what to do Mm -hmm. and they get the problem solved. So, yeah, that's that's a good time right there. I think something like that would be definitely beneficial in Hollywood. Oh, just, just go to through Hollywood sane, and all the haunted like, people. You know. <laughs> like Jeff Lewis, who had that flipping out show, he would literally have like people come cleanse the properties that he's working on. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's over there, this stuff on the East Coast is not really taboo, but no one really talks about it yeah. much because we're in the Bible Belt at the mm-hmm. South. We really are. But over there, like we all know it happens, and then they say just pray it away, mm-hmm. ignore it. That doesn't go, it doesn't make it go away though, like for real. But people over there, oh, they'll just. Boom! Brace it. Where's the white candles? Let's stage this sucker. Get Where's the palm tool sticks. Exactly. So I I love how like how normal this is in some circles, and then other people in the world like, oh no, whatever. But we're we're just rolling with life. We're gonna have a good time. Cause you gotta protect yourself, people. Like you can't just ignore that mess before you know it. Someone's done murder their whole family and themselves, and you're wondering, well, oh my, I believe it now. You know, <laughs> they said something's wrong with that house. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, the place my mind goes. Uh, have y'all heard anything new in the news? Anything going on? I rarely watch the news, honestly. Like, I, I really try the past year, really, well, the past couple weeks really has kind of changed a bit, but. I've really been focusing on avoiding negativity and only <laughs> focusing on like positivity and really focusing on like, you know, the light things and the good things. And because um, before, you know, you and I were like so immersed in like doing it all and like just, you know, figuring it out as we go. And that's kind of what we're yeah. still doing. Trying to but I rarely watch the news. So yeah, you tell me what's, what's new. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I've been immersed into the celebrity world, which I've always hated. I never liked to watch, like, E.T. That was my mom and my sister's thing, red carpet. But I found myself escaping to those things because I can't get through the view. I'm tired of the political. I don't care what mm-hmm. side. Conservative, liberal, no. Fake no news, real side. news, which is it? <laughs> yeah, I can't handle it. And everything I hear sounds like bullshit, and mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. Or it makes me mad. Even Facebook sometimes. Yeah. I stay away from it a lot, unless I'm like on the toilet, and my sister's like, look at the pictures I posted. Fine. Because <laughs> I might scroll and see like a really cute puppy situation, and then scroll a little further, and you see somebody else murdered by the cops. I'm just, I'm so tired of that. Yeah. So, no, I don't know what's going on in the news either. Oh, so that's why you asked. Okay. I thought it was like rhetorical. <laughs> I'm like, no, have you heard about this and that? I don't know. I have no idea what's I going on. Could, so how about you guys who are listening in? Tell us what's going on. Oh, let's hit them up with the social media. How can they follow you on Instagram? Um, so I am on Instagram. It's finally underscore birdie. Wait, excuse me. Let me think about this. Finally, all lowercase underscore 
free underscore birdie. And it's B-I-R-D-I-E. We got to lock down your IG. Before I even post this, we're going to get you another, like, Amora IG. We should be trying to do it right now so that it's done beforehand. Well, that's what but it is I will, currently. Uh, I mean, I'll update that. Um, but you guys can keep up with all the acting stuff, the music stuff, you know, the life stuff on there. And follow me. I'll follow back. All right. Fabulous. And, you know, as always, you can find me at Cecilia underscore Crystal. Or, you know, you go to their Facebook page, Tricky Hicampio. Like, follow, message. I get a lot of messages. Y'all aren't liking as much as you're messaging me, which is kind of strange. Um, I even did, like, a promotion, so I've seen how many people actually hit the page and then how many clicked the links. So where are the likes to reflect this? Oh. Share some love, everybody. Share some love. Show some love. Be... I don't know, loving. I know, right? <laughs> but thank God the listener count keeps going up on awesome. the analytics I get from the actual podcast. I'm like, okay, people are listening to this. I need to be like a little more professional. Do we clean it up or do I just do what Joe Regan does? It's just like he counts down three, two, one, and then he just starts talking shit. <laughs> they smoke a blunt. You see like the smoke going away. <laughs> and they run their mouth for three hours. That's awesome. What is there to talk about for three hours? I don't know. I mean, they smoked first, so they probably don't remember. True that. <laughs> and then sometimes they do, like, literally pull things up on YouTube. Like, I don't want to do exactly what Joe Rogan does, because, you know, I'm coming for a spot on The View. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I just love his, like, nonchalant way of doing things. It, it, he started in his house, like I do. And he just, you know, they go sit down somewhere that's... Seems like someone's basement. I ain't gonna lie and just be successful being yourself. So I thank you guys for being on this journey. I thank Miss Amora for being here. Thank you for thank having you, me. Thank you, Victoria, for witnessing one mm-hmm. and participating. And thank you, Tricky Hank Camp people, for listening to us grow and become what we're becoming. It's a fun journey. It is. And you guys stick around because you will go on this journey with us. Oh, indeed. And when the video is up, you know y'all will be alerted. I will insert an excerpt into this podcast. So when anybody new will come, they'll hit the link and bam, be right there to it. And um, wow, this has been so fun. Yeah, it has. I'm so honored to give you... Is this your first interview ever? No. I mean, this is the first one for the show. Duh. You know, and the first one we've done together. (laughs) Oh, never mind. I don't need no more. (laughs) I feel like the guy who wants to be that girl's first. Well, technically, you're the first one that's promoting the acting because I haven't done that before. Oh, ha-cha-cha-cha. So you got that. (laughs) That's all you. That's been awesome. Um, Well... That's it for today, you guys. So hit up all our social media. And um, stay tuned for the next episode. As always, stay greasy, stay pleasy, and just be yourself out there. You never know where it's going to take you. Just like all of us, someone loves us as we are. And we're all hot messes. Well, I am. Let's be for real. Heather, Elmora, and Victoria are freaking amazing. I just say Heather and Mora like they're two separate people. <laughs> Oh, same person. I know it's weird because I do the same thing. Like some days I wake up and it's like, whoa, nope. I need to go back to bed. Try again. <laughs> so. but, but at least you're not little Nas eggs. 
You know the guy who did an old country road song? Oh my god, that song is always stuck in my head. And just when I get it out of my head, it like comes back. And I won't even have the radio on, but the radio in the car next to me will be blasting it. And it's like, okay, I might as well just turn it up because it's going to happen regardless. I love that I do too. Seven to eight weeks now for number one on Mm -hmm. hip-hop radio. I mean, kudos. Seriously. That's awesome. The funny thing is he didn't like know he was going to blow up so he just literally took the name from two rappers he likes which is Nas and DMX put Lil in front of it and he regrets that so thank god you have a name that you love and I just need to get more used to it like I'm Sislea thank god I've been Sislea since 13 okay people are trying to get my name from me from Twitter I'm like oh no you cannot (laughs) have that so um (laughs) we are at least aliases that we love okay because technically they're not aliases they literally are us so that's exciting. It's just it's coming from his friends. It's just so weird how we differentiate the you two. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's been a journey. It's been a ride, and it's gonna continue to be. And I'm so excited. Tune in, everybody, June first, next Saturday, five p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Facebook, YouTube, First World Problems. She's young. She's hot. Come on with it. Oh, she's single. Yeah. Me too. All right, everybody. That's it for today. (laughs) We love you out there. And see you next time. Bye-bye.